Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios, now featuring Happy Mondays with two-for-one Happy CBD Cocktails, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. For 75 years, SEMIC has been doing the right thing for its customers, employees, and the community. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Number two, it's Miller and Cotton on KXNO, taking you up until noon. Got Murph and Andy coming your way at 1 o'clock. The Sports Fanatics at 3. Iowa State Coaches Show here this evening at 6.30. And then 8 o'clock, we'll bring in the boys game tonight. Dowling Catholic is a host the Johnston Dragons. Trent Con and John Lamb here. We got Rob Doster coming up just a couple of minutes. He's going to fire us a phone call when he's ready to go. But uh, talked a lot of... Football, of course, in our number one touchdown, the win for Drake against Loyola yesterday. I'm going to talk Cyclones later on this hour. But, John, give us a takeaway. What you saw, Iowa State, tight game during the first half against Missouri. Pretty outman Missouri team, and the shooting started going. Brockington hit a big three. Jazz Coons, as always, boy, him in that corner three. Why are there certain guys? John, you know the game incredibly well. Why are there certain guys that are so good anymore at that corner three-pointer? Well, there's a... There's an entire profession off of it. Yeah. It's called a three and D guy. Um, if you can shoot that corner three, it, it takes a good amount of focus. That perception's tough. I mean, all that, whatever, whatever. But if you can knock that in at a high rate and then go back and guard on the other end, you're going to be a millionaire in, in three, four years. And that's just such a such a niche in our game nowadays that, People spend a lot of time on it, mm-hmm. spend a lot of focus on it. They take time to you know, develop that skill set, to get their feet ready, get their body underneath them. And then the ones that can sprint the floor, get there, attack the paint, you know, reverse pivot, whatever, get the ball out and get into offense, they're extremely valuable as well. Jazz Koontz, I love his game. I, there's times just because of the limitations we see out of this Iowa State team that I feel like he should get maybe even more minutes because he is such a good offensive player. But... Overall, the dismantling of this squad, they hold Missouri to 50 points there. And Tyrese Hunter, it, it feels like the development continues. You can see him growing even more and more in the role. Yeah, they had the great start, and Hunter was good, but he's feeling even maybe more comfortable out there now at point guard. Yeah, and I give that kid and, and, and TJ staff a tremendous amount of credit because the truth is, he he had a tough finish to that OK State game. You know, a few mental errors um, that that are just young, high level basketball errors that happen, and then he turns around the very next game and has zero turnovers, goes seven for 12, 14 points, four assists, zero turnovers, unbelievable, unbelievable, and he guards without fouling, two personal fouls the entire game, thirty two minutes he plays. 
and he puts a unbelievable amount of pressure on the basketball. Mm-hmm. He grows he grows faster than my baby boy. I'm telling you, man. I, it's like he's getting four ounce bottles every two hours. You know, this is unreal. Um, his development and and kudos to the Iowa State staff. You know, they had to make very tough decisions this off season, mm-hmm. letting go Bolton, right, to give him a chance. And you know, Bolton starts on the number one team, arguably in the country now. Right. I mean, that just takes extreme cahoots um, from TJ and and that's why he's going to be successful here. TJ has those very difficult decisions to make and he makes them so calm, cool and collected. Like he is just that was just unbelievable unbelievable decision by TJ and and it's paying off and it's paying dividends fast. It's going to be a fun one tomorrow night with Kansas coming to town. Looking forward to that one. Right now, we'll talk more Cyclones later on in the program as we'll bring in Nick Osen, talk with him about 11.30 or so, break down the Cyclones a little bit deeper. We're joined right now, though, by Rob Doster. Field of 68 is where you can find his work. He's got a huge stable of people over there talking college basketball, but it's always the best when Doster's there wearing the backwards cap. Yes, it is. Even if it's that ugly Yankee hat that he has. What's happening, Doster? Thanks for joining us. What's going on, guys? How we doing? What's up? Doing great. Excited to have you on again here, Rob. And as we make our way, we'll be flipping the calendar to February tomorrow. Our conversations leading up into the NCAA tournament here on Monday. So I got to start with what we saw from Kentucky. Just not just beating Kansas, but dismantling them. And you know that crowd. And people around here know about the whistles that you get inside of Allen Fieldhouse in Kentucky made it an absolute non-factor. How impressed you walked away from Kentucky? And secondly, what did that say to you about Kansas? Um, I mean, look, I thought Kentucky was, was unbelievable in that performance. Uh, I, I said it for a while, but I really do think that they're one of the more undervalued teams in college basketball right now. Agreed. Um, I think that they uh, gather in concert. You know, no, normally when we look at some of these John Calipari teams, um, it's it's groups of talent where the pieces don't always fit with each other. And I think this roster fits just about as perfectly as you possibly can. You got a bunch of guys that want to get out and transition. You got guys that can make shots around the perimeter. You got two point guards. You got guys that want to defend, all built around uh the best rebounder in, in the sport right now in Oscar Sheepway. And um I think what that allows you to do is one, you don't have to worry about uh getting back and, and um, on defense as much because you can send two guys to the offensive glass and you're going to get just about every offensive rebound that you want to get. And two, it allows you to get out and transition more and run because you can you can afford not to send five guys to the defensive glass when you know that you've got the big fellas out there. So, um, and I think the key to this group is is being able to play uh, against defenses that aren't set, being able to get out and run. Because, look, Severe Wheeler, he is what he is, uh, but I think he is a terrific transition point guard and a guy that you can kind of exploit a little bit in the half court. That's why they lost to uh, to Notre Dame earlier this season. So uh, I'm, I'm very much in on this uh, this Kentucky team being good enough to get to a Final Four and win a national title. I, I, think you're, I think you've never been more correct in your life. And what I love about them is this is the first time they're having to kind of battle through some adversity, you know, where they don't start the season, you know, ranked extremely high. But they, they made the biggest jump I've seen in a while. And, and you love to see guys like Keon Brooks, who's had a hard time 
fitting and finding his niche there. I mean, he's a top 50 player, played for um, uh, Indiana Gym Rats, uh, EYBL group. And, I mean, we played against him, and he was just unbelievable when, when we got a chance to go against him. And I knew it would click eventually. But you love to see him kind of get out there and get to the line, have some confidence, and rebound the basketball where, where he's helping. And, and that's why I was really impressed with Wheeler as well. Eight assists, seven points. I mean, you said it. He's as good out in transition as anybody in the country. Yeah, and the other thing about it is I don't think that we've quite seen them at their best for an extended period of time yet. Because Ty Ty, he's had flashes, uh, but I still think Ty Ty is a little bit... Um, still kind of figuring things out a little bit. And the same thing can be said about Keon Brooks. He was unbelievable on Saturday. And a lot of that was because what uh, what Kansas tried to do is go with that that, uh, that triangle and two defense mm-hmm. and take away Wheeler and take away or take away uh, Grady and take away Ty Ty. And um, they just kind of let Keon do whatever he wanted to do. And he took advantage of it. Yeah, that, That's really all you need from Keon Brooks is to be a guy that can punish defenses that ignore him. Right? You don't need him to be someone that's going to go out there and try to take 15 to 18 shots a game, average 20 points. You need to have him be someone that makes you pay if you ignore him, and that's exactly what he did in Lawrence on Saturday. Yeah, and I loved his discipline. I mean, he only shot one three-point shot. He He's kind of settled for that just recently as he as he does get into his niche. But as 6'7", 220, I mean, yeah, coach. Forget, forget about that guy, right? He's gonna he's gonna destroy you. And in regards to Ty Ty, I was fortunate enough to basically live in Scottsdale, Arizona last year when basketball shut down, and so I was at Compass Prep all the time, watching him evolve. And there was a switch that hit, and it was maybe two months into the season, and he became everything he needed it slowed down an extra speed for him and he just kind of blew up on the recruiting trail blew up with his uh you know his development and i have no doubt that that's going to be the same thing that we see um here here at kentucky yep yeah and i'll tell you what about kansas i'm i'm kind of off the kansas bandwagon at this point welcome to the club Yeah, I've I've made this point um, a couple of times, but I think that this is one of the more impressive coaching performances of of Bill Self's career, getting that group of players to 17-2 and in first place in the Big 12. Uh, David McCormick, I I, I mean, he's – what are you going to do with him? He's not not the guy that you want him to be. Um, Remy Martin is not going to be the guy that Bill Self wants him to be. He's not built for being a point guard in the system where he can't shoot uh, 25 times a game. Right. Um, so they don't have a point guard and they don't have a five. And the problem that, that arises is that two pros that you have on your wing are guys that are finishers. They are guys that are going to, um, to take advantage of what someone else creates for them. Right. Like you don't want Oshaya Baji out there trying to, to go get his own for 40 minutes. That's just not what he does best. He's going to make open threes. He's going to attack closeouts and win. He's going to kill you in transition. He's going to catch lobs that are thrown to him. He's not a guy that you want to just isolate and let go get his own. That's not what he does best. That's not his strength. Same thing with Christian Brown. So uh, when you don't have a point guard that can kind of set the stuff up for those guys, and you don't have a five-man that will allow Bill Self to find a way to scheme those little seals and those little um, those little duckings and, and uh, be someone that can just – you throw the ball to in the block that can turn and score. Like, I don't know what Kansas does offensively. And they're a mess on the defensive end of the floor, too. So I just – I don't think that the Jayhawks are very good. Um, I think that Baylor is the clear best team in that conference. Yes. But it's also, they haven't, Baylor's been banged up for like a month now. 
right? Uh, Jeremy Sohan was dealing with the ankle injury, and then James Akinjo has been banged up and dealing with some stuff. And LJ Cryer has not been healthy and did not play on uh, on Saturday against Auburn. And, and I think that Auburn, or I'm sorry, I think that um, that Baylor. Part of what makes them so dangerous is they have all of those pieces that kind of work in concert, and uh, and, and those guys are just not playing great basketball right now because they're not healthy. So I'll be very interested to see what happens with Baylor when they get all their pieces back because I think that they're very, very good. So they lose to Alabama, and that was my second biggest takeaway of the weekend. I wasn't shocked by Alabama winning that game. Remember, this is a team that has beat Gonzaga, has beaten Houston, has won on the road to Florida, beat Tennessee, now beats Baylor. But they've also lost to Missouri. We saw Saturday how bad that Missouri team is. Lost to Mississippi State. Got beat by Georgia. Is it just three-point variance with, with this team? Nate Oates' team, they like to get up and down. They're not shooting threes like they did a year ago, certainly. I think they're upwards of 300th in the country in three-point shooting right now. But is it just as simple as that, Alabama? When they're hitting shots, they're going to be really good. And when they're not, they can be really bad. No, I, honestly, I don't think it is because they've, they've made threes in some of the games that they lost and mm-hmm. they've missed threes in some of the games that they won. True. You know, like they, it wasn't, they didn't make a ton of threes the other day against Baylor. I think they made just seven yeah. um, in that win. So to me, it's, it's always going to end up being one, the defensive end of the floor. Like what, what is Auburn uh, or what is Alabama when they're, they're not getting stops, right? Um, I, I don't think that we talk enough about having to replace Herb Jones who to me was the best defensive player in college basketball last year. And mm-hmm. as much as everybody loves to talk about Alabama's style of play, the reason that they were elite last season was because they were the number three defense in all of college basketball. They were legitimately great on that end before. So um, I, I do think that not being a great defensive team has a lot to do with it. I also just think it's, it's one of those things where you have a bunch of guys that are going to get up for big games. Like J.D. Davison is very much like an up-and-down player. Right, same thing with like a guy like Javon Quinter. And when your two point guards in the backcourt are guys that kind of feel like they show up for the moment, and maybe aren't the best at uh, playing in, in like a in a gym that's three quarters empty, um, I think that's kind of what we're going to end up seeing. That's just I, I think that's just who they are, and we're just going to have to tolerate this because it's kind of the way that they're going to end up playing. They have guys that are going to show up for the moment that maybe aren't going to be able to fire themselves up. So. Um, <laughs> Alabama, man, like they're they're a team that's probably going to end up in the Final Four if they can get out of the first weekend of the tournament. It's it, weird. It, I don't think I've ever seen a team that's as this Jekyll and Hyde as the Crimson Tide are. And I know I'm going to get screwed one way or the other. I'm either going to love their path and they're going to get knocked out in the first round, or I'm going to hate the path. They I don't pick them to advance and they get to the Final Four. They just they feel like that kind of team. Rob Doster joining us here from Field of 68. John Lamb in for Ken here today. What else you got for Doster here, Jan, John? Um, I got a couple things for you. Who's your dark horse? I, I and I want to know conference. I, I'm convinced the Mountain West is going to do something big yeah. time. I'm convinced uh, the WCC is going to do something big time. Tell me what you got. Tell me what you got, Rob. Uh, so the WCC. I mean, look with the way that BYU's been losing and San Francisco's been losing. I, I don't. How many teams are going to end up getting into the tournament from that conference? Oh, I, I thought it was going to be a four bid league. I think it's two now. Yeah, and it might end up being Gonzaga and nobody else. But exactly. How things shake out somewhere else. Um, Colorado State is really, really good. Uh, we need to get them in the tournament. I don't know, even know if they're a guarantee to, to be dancing at this point. But with David Roddy and Isaiah Stevens, like they, they play a very difficult style of matchup. But they're extremely well coached. I'm a very big fan of uh, of Nico Medved. He comes from that um, that kind of Tim Miles coaching tree, and those yep. guys always seem to have. Uh, 
have success. So um, I, I like Colorado State. But my sleeper, the, the team that I think has the best chance to kind of be a uh, UConn 2014 kind of a, a team that can make a run is Wisconsin. And I know that sounds crazy, but they are the one team in college basketball where I think you can say uh, 99% of the time they're going to have the best player on the floor, mm-hmm. and that guy can go out and get you 40, and he can do it as kind of a lead guard and an initiator. And I don't know if there's anybody else that has a dude that's that good that is a national player of the year caliber player that plays that same position and does things the way that he does things. Uh, now, I don't know if like if one off night and they're they're a complete disaster, right? Like I don't I don't really trust anybody else on that team. I thought of maybe Brad Davidson, but um, they when 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 Johnny Davis is on, like he can take games over unlike yeah. anybody else in the sport. And we get Wisconsin at Illinois this weekend. The Illini team I'm still keeping my eye on. When they get Kofi right, when they get Corbello right, you know how good they can be. How high is the ceiling in your mind with a healthy Illinois team? Very, very high. Um, the one thing about Illinois is they're currently sitting at first place in the Big Ten right now, and they have not had an extended stretch where they've had their entire roster available. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be a good thing. That could be a bad thing. But the bottom line is this. like they, They've won all these games with everything in limbo, with uh, Kofi in and out of the lineup, with Andre Corbello in and out of the lineup, with um, with guys moving to new places and new move, new roles. And Coleman Hawkins playing like he uh, he wants to you know play for Alabama. It's just they, they, <laughs> the level of consistency on that roster and within that program, it, just, it, it hasn't existed yet this year. So they have a, a really tough next three weeks and especially next three games. Uh, so we're going to know very, very quickly whether or not this group is for real. But they keep they keep getting wins in the games that they need to be able to win. And, uh, you know, there's not very many teams that have the combination of Kofi Coburn and the level of shooting that Illinois has. So I'm very much still in on them being able to make a run. Rob Doster joining us from Field of 68. Big Ten as a whole. You know, we talked about the WCC. Look for a while. Is going to be a four-bid league. Maybe that's going to be more difficult. Mountain West, if they keep beating each other up, they're only going to get maybe a best two bids out of that one. The MVC, Loyola takes another loss. They take another loss or two. There might be a one-bid league. And on and on and on. I look at the Big Ten. You know, if Iowa doesn't figure it out here, Michigan doesn't get back, Rutgers has got a long ways to go, Indiana falls apart. I mean, you could be talking about five from the Big Ten. Where are all these bids going to come from, Doster? I have no idea, man. You got to get to 68 somehow. You right? do. Um, I think what's going to end up happening is we're going to see probably like five get in from the ACC, and yeah. we're going to see like eight get in from the Big 12. Uh, and you're going to see the SEC get like seven or eight. You're probably going to get seven from the Big East. So it's just, uh, I think what's going to end up happening is we're going to get all of these power conferences are going to end up getting a whole bunch of teams uh, in places like the American, and places like the Mountain West and the WCC and the Atlantic 10. There's, those are going to be the leagues that end up paying for it. But um, you know, it is it kind of is what it is this year. It's, I think the having the extra year of eligibility and all of these guys that were able to pick up another year and you get these 23 year olds that are transferring up from the mid major ranks to the high major ranks, I think it, it shouldn't necessarily be unexpected. Do you have any eligibility left? <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. He, no. he wanted to hear uh, about your collegiate career. I did. How I good heard of a you went to an all girls school. I was, uh, I was. I was good enough to know that I wasn't very good. 
I think that's probably the best you, way to phrase it. Do you know how powerful that is, that everybody listening out there, youth athletics, just to know some of your weaknesses and know where you're at? I mean, <laughs> to find your niche, you go to a great school on the East Coast. I mean, doing what you love, meeting the people that you're supposed to meet. I wish more people took advantage of all levels of, of college basketball. Well, I'll tell you this much. Uh, Vassar College right now is currently all alone in second place in the Liberty League, uh, and they are facing off with RPI, who is all alone in first place in the conference on uh, on, on Tuesday night. So big game going down in the Liberty League. Great week of college basketball. Your home all for Liberty League basketball talk is right here on KXNO. Doster, <laughs> hey, good talking Thanks, to you Rob. as always. We'll talk to you next Monday. Appreciate your time. Always a pleasure, guys. He is the best. Rob Doster joining us. Field of 68. Steve Prome, he's part of the network. The Millers, Sean Miller and his brother Archie, they do podcasts. They break down a lot of the big national teams after each and every game. they got former players that are on there. Great place to go if you're a college basketball junkie like John and I am. Field of 68, find all their stuff on YouTube. and gotta get, get, Need to get those in podcast form. Doster said they're getting close to doing that. They want to get the subscribers up on the YouTube page, and then they'll start popping them out as podcasts as well. I love that. Good stuff. Well... So takeaways. We mentioned Kansas, Kentucky, talked about that. Baylor falling to Alabama, again, didn't come as a surprise. And didn't even get into the Tennessee-Texas game. That game stunk. I mean, it was ugly. But for Texas to finally fill the joint up for Rick Barnes, ultimately takes them to 16 tournaments in 17 years, a Final Four, a couple of lead Eights, a number of Sweet 16s, and they want to go a different direction. Tell me about Rick Barnes. I'm sure a guy that you probably crossed paths with in the in the past. He's always brought in a ton of talent. He's been a great recruiter, but is he maybe underrated as an X's and O's guy? Absolutely. I mean, the way the the pace that he plays, how he uses um, all of his players. I mean, he you couldn't take a, a Rick Barnes team other than you know his Kevin Durant year mm-hmm. and say this was a one horse pony. I mean, he gets the very most out of all his players and. Even more so, which which is why he gets so much from his guys. He's an amazing human being. He's an amazing leader. I just read this thing that he sent out to to Dickie V yesterday about you know his cancer, and he sends him a daily prayer every single day. And you know he had a tough loss the other night, and it was the first thing that that he did that next morning. So just the 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 type of human he is. He he builds sustainable relationships. He gets really really good guys, and you're not. You're not in college basketball if you can't run ATOs. You're not in college basketball if you don't have good flowing offense. You're not in college basketball, especially for as long as he has been and especially as much money he's made, if he don't know how to do defense and and get his team together. So I, I, I think the world of Rick Barnes. I think he's a great dude. I think he almost is rebuild his career at Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that he's able to do it in both conferences, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you know what to expect. And those stadiums are always full. So, you know, he's talking to the right people. I just, there's so many little things that go into building sustainable, successful college basketball programs. And he might be, uh, he might be the doctor that's uh, teaching the class here pretty soon. He had Clemson, a good tournament team year yeah. after year. Not an easy place to win Clemson. No. It's a little bit different than football down there. That shows you just how good this guy has been. He, there must be something with orange in him, right? From Clemson to Texas to Tennessee. Must love that orange. It's a solid color. <laughs> solid color. Well, we got a solid guy coming up next. Nick Oson's going to join us. We're going to break down Iowa State. We'll talk basketball. We'll talk some football recruiting. Coming up on the other side, Nick Oson from CycloneAlert.com. He joins us as we roll through on a Monday. Miller and Condon.
Do you remember when America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, won their first Super Bowl with Troy Aikman, Emmitt Smith, and company? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866. Or online, Wolf Roofing. The Central Iowa Sports Network is your home for year-round coverage of high school athletics in the CIML and the only place to watch Des Moines Menace Soccer. Providing coverage year-round and always streaming for free on YouTube and at CISN.TV. Subscribe to CISN TV on YouTube to stay up to date on upcoming events. Like and follow on Facebook and Twitter at CISN TV or visit their website at CISN.TV. CISN TV, the home for live. Market homeowners have two questions. What's the best time to rent out my home? And what's the best way to do it? The best time is when you're moving, relocating, combining households, inheriting a house, or you just don't want to pay a mortgage anymore. The best way to rent? Hire Renter's Warehouse. Whether you have one home or a property portfolio, Renter's Warehouse does the work so you don't have to. They perfectly price your property so you don't have to. They find great tenants in just 17 days on average so you don't have to. And for a small flat monthly fee their professional landlords manage your property 24 7 so you don't have to collect the rent you don't have to maintenance inspections and tax paperwork you don't have to there's no upfront fees no binding contracts and you can cancel at any time find out what your home will rent for by calling 515-528-4429 or go to renterswarehouse.com that's renterswarehouse.com renters warehouse des moines you can't buy happiness Back to Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO and 106.3 FM. KXNO, Ken back with us tomorrow. We got John Lamb helping out, subbing with us. A big thank you to you, John. It's been a fun couple of days. Guess what I forgot to do, though? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Forgot to try to give somebody a thousand bucks. I thought you said I could have it for coming and helping out. <laughs> that's, that's not how this went. Oh. You were sorely mistaken on Dang that it. front. We're going to try to do it right now, though. KXNO.com, that's where you go. Just open up your browser, open up, uh, you're sitting at work right now, you're in the office, and you say, all right, 1000 bucks, that'd be good. KXNO.com. When you get there, you'll see a pop-up window pop up right with you, and you enter the keyword family, family at KXNO.com, your chance to win $1,000. It's our $1,000 slam dunk. With that, we jump into some Cyclone talk, getting back into Iowa State, win against Missouri on Saturday, Kansas coming to town tomorrow night. Nick Osen covers it all over at CycloneAlert.com. Nick, thanks for joining us today. How are you? Always a pleasure. I'm honestly fantastic. It is a massive week for the Cyclones, multiple sports, and like you touched on, basketball at the forefront. So the win against Missouri, tense moments early on. Missouri hung around, kind of toughened it up, and he wondered, boy, is it going to be another one of those games because of the offense that they're just not going to be able to shake free, and it's going to come down to the five, final five minutes of the game. Not the case. Come out in the second half. The offense gets grooving. Felt like everybody hit a three-pointer there in that stretch early in the second half. Kind of stretched things out and really rolled on from there. Your takeaway from Saturday's win against Mizzou. 
I think it was a really good general takeaway. I mean, as we, we talked about last week and, you know, as the initial spread represented, that was a game the Cyclones should have taken care of business and did. But what I really took away is when they lock down, when they get physical, when they get low on the defensive end, they can kind of assert their physicality and dominance. And that is how they can beat anyone in the country, as we've kind of touched on, you know, with, some of their lack of offense, they can maybe lose to anyone, but when they play like that, they can beat anyone. You know, Otzelberger has focused on ball pressure all season, forcing 18 turnovers. It does not get much better than that to that end. And I was, you know, leaving pretty impressed with the defense in that second half, essentially just 18 points in a whole half and turned into 21 with a, you know, random triple with two seconds to play. So I came away a little bit impressed, honestly. I'm glad you said the random triple because, I mean, that was just 18 points in the second half was unbelievable. Defense wins championships, you know that. And TJ does a great job of, like you said, pressuring the ball. Tyrese Hunter playing without fouling. You know, it's amazing how great they are in gaps, how solid they are once they do get a piece of the paint, the other team. I love Jones and, and his new niche. I guess he might be the official starter now. It doesn't really matter. You couldn't tell because the way that him and George kind of alternate that stuff is is really good, and it looks like it could be sustainable for the future as well. That's You know, I, I had that written down as something I was hoping to talk about too. I, I'm not sure... You know, uh, Otzelberg was asked about it a little bit today, didn't go too much into kind of the reasoning of that switch in the lineup, but I think it's perfect, you know, because they call Jones instant impact. He's able to bring it from the jump. I kind of like that spot for George because it seems like he's played two of his best games since they kind of made that switch, especially on Saturday on both ends. It, it was really nice to see because, I mean, we can be honest, the post hasn't necessarily been a strength for them all season, but that's exactly right. And I don't think I could be more impressed with Tyrese Hunter at this point in his career. I really don't. No, and I like Jones starting out there. He's a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. right? It, it keeps Condit out of foul trouble. You need him late in the game. I mean, he does a tremendous job of altering shots with his length. He doesn't always get a hand on it. He didn't have one block, but it seemed like he had about six or seven. And I like this, and I like Hunter, and we talked about him to start the show, you know, how he, he has a couple tough turnovers at Oklahoma State, and then to come right back a few days later – no turnovers, same amount of minutes, still tight game, still handles the ball. I mean, you can either tell that he is growing by the second or he's in the in the uh, the coach's office watching film, getting better mentally by the second. And either way, he, he's going to be a piece that, that Iowa State is going to be and going to need to have as a staple. And I think he's an all-Big 12 performer in maybe 18 months, 12 months, depending on, on how his offensive game progresses as well. Yeah, I mean, Cyclones fans might not want to hear part of it but I, I think if he if he stays kind of on this trajectory he's got a chance to certainly go pro early and if he can, continues to kind of be able to take it to the rim work on that jump shot which he's already progressed potentially after two years but you're exactly right I mean the week couldn't have been much better for him hitting maybe the two biggest shots in OT at Stillwater and then being named to a defensive award watch list as a true freshman just 15 players in the whole country got to yeah. in the toughest conference in the country. It, it really states not only his talent, but his, his natural ability to continue to want to get better. I'm not sure many guys on the team watch more film than him, and 
He's a guy that Otzelberger has hit on. He wants to hear the truth. You know, when he's messing up, he wants to know what he did, how he can get better immediately. And to me, he hasn't really faltered in the eyes of pressure in really any spot throughout the season consistently, at least since I've been here. So tomorrow it's Kansas, and it's always a huge game. It feels like it's elevated even more, of course. Limited capacity a year ago. What happened down in Lawrence when they faced off a couple of weeks back? You know it's going to be a charged-up crowd. So you mentioned you just heard from Otzelberger. Have you heard? Are the students already camping out Uh-oh. there ready to get their spot at Hilton? Have you seen anything yet? <laughs> I have not seen for sure, but I have certainly heard some whispers that <laughs> students will be. And from what you know, some of my, my readers say and just people around the community I'm really interested in what I'm going to see because I've been blown away by Hilton just about every game, but they keep telling me, you know, other than maybe Iowa, nothing matches this Kansas atmosphere. And to think it's already been the loudest college arena that I've ever been at, I'm excited. You're right. I think that kind of how that first matchup ended is going to add to the intensity. Obviously, there's no question at this point in the season, right, both teams, should be making the tournament, so that adds to it. They're two good teams, and look, I mean, not that you're asking me to make a prediction, but I think that the Cyclones can win this game. I mean, they they almost should have in Lawrence. You clean up a couple things. You bring the defensive intensity from the jump, which I think the Hilton faithful will certainly aid in and and hit a couple shots. I think the post-defense is going to be huge, but I expect this to be another game that goes down to the last three or four minutes here in Ames. Yeah, I think I think you're right. You know, you touched on post defense, and first off, welcome to to Cyclone Nation. It's amazing <laughs> at Hilton. Um, I'm glad you get to experience it. But you, you said it. Post defense is huge. David McCormick, he's struggling like crazy. Um, they don't really have a a go to point guard. Tyrese could could do something crazy this week. I mean, he really could. And and with our ability to, I think, stop some of the perimeter guards. I mean, who, who does Tyrese guard? Does he guard which one? Talk to me. Talk I mean, Abaji is so good. And oh, he's Abaji, unreal. Yeah, when he gets going, it just it elevates that Kansas so much. But you got so many pieces that you can throw out there, too. It's an intriguing one, though. What do you do? Do you slow down ball or do you try to slow down Abaji? What are you doing, Nick Oson? That is a really good question. I, I think that, you know, as well as Hunter's played and, and kind of the accolades he's gotten, I believe, at least, you know, as of a couple of weeks ago, the team still kind of considers a Brockington or a Kalsher the best on-ball defender. Mm-hmm. And they they both also have a little more length, especially Kalsher. So I maybe yeah. put Hunter on ball, Kalsher just trying to slow down Agbaji a little bit, especially because he's a guy that's even admitted when he can do things on defense, that gets his offense flowing. So I really like the sound of that. And, look, I mean, if you can slow down him and Brown, who had a huge yeah. kind of late-game performance, it seemed, in Lawrence, there's going to be some room and, and some margin for the Cyclones to make a difference because you're right. I mean, Self has even talked about Kansas doesn't have that usual on-ball kind of perimeter stopper that they might normally have, like a Marcus Garrett. And so that's going to give room for Hunter to attack, to be able to drive to the lane. And based on the whistle that the Cyclones have been getting a little bit recently and their success from the free throw line, I think that bodes very well for their chances. I really do. Get to 70. Get yeah. to 70, I think you win the game. I, I think I think it's going to be a little bit higher than that. You do? I really do. I think they're going to let 
everybody flow. I think this thing is going to be unreal. I think I really do believe that they're going to allow, you know, people to shoot, people to be aggressive offensively. I'm excited to see Caleb Grill go against Christian Brown. I know that or Braun, I know that they have done uh, a million workouts together. I know they've played against each other. They're both uh, Kansas Missouri boys, you know, and and I do think that that matchup could be a, another great catalyst for the development of Caleb Grill as well. Good stuff there. Well, from basketball, let's jump into football before we let you go. Nick Oson joining us from CycloneAlert.com. Signing day coming up on Wednesday. It's so different, though, obviously, with the December signing day. Really, the biggest news appears to be looking forward, not at the 2022 class, but 2023 big recruiting weekends going on for the football team. What can you tell us, Nick? Yep. Well, for the 2022 class, you're right. You know, looking ahead to 2023 is kind of the big news after this weekend. I will say here in Ames, all eyes are on R. Mason Thomas on Wednesday. I was able to speak with him. Yesterday, he will be either, you know, kind of redefining his commitment to Iowa State or reaffirming it mm. Wednesday afternoon. He'll be doing that at his school. And for 2023, Iowa State really couldn't have had much of a better day on Saturday other than, you know, maybe landing a commit in the last day or two. Guys like Zachary Toby and Calvin Smith from Florida, they're actually a couple of teammates. They both couldn't say enough about the program. Calvin Smith is a guy I know that. Iowa State feels really good about as a potential edge prospect. He's currently got the Cyclones as number one. And Illinois linebacker Jack Sadowski, who who still considers Iowa State a dream school, I'd be feeling pretty good about him in the near future as well. He started to get a couple more offers, but he's just kind of your classic Big Ten, Big 12, Midwestern linebacker. The Cyclones had a really good weekend, both in you know men's basketball, women's basketball, and obviously on the football recruiting trail. Nick Osin, CycloneAlert.com, part of 24-7 Sports. Nick, we'll talk to you next week, and I'll tell you what, enjoy that environment tomorrow yes. night. Get charged Soak up. Soak it up. It's going to be a fun one. I can't wait, guys. Thank you so much. One of the highlights of my week. Can't wait to talk next week. Good to Thanks, be a good Nick. one. Nick Osin, CycloneAlert.com. John, you've been in that building. Holy you cow. know what it is. So what makes it different? What what makes Hilton Magic to you what it is? Oh man, that's a long that's a long story. We got enough time. Yeah. Um this is this is what I think it is. You know, when I moved here, I uh when I moved here it was a couple days before my junior year of high school started. Um I played basketball in Idaho, grew up in Idaho, uh, moved to Indianola, and I get a call from Jake Sullivan. And he tells me to come up that weekend. I think I was been here for two weeks. And so I start driving up there and I hit Ankeny and it's like bumper to bumper yeah. the entire way up on a Saturday morning. And I think, you know, it's like, it's like 8 a.m. or, you know, 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m., whatever it is. And I had no idea what's going on, right? I grew up in Idle Falls. It's right by West Yellowstone, Jackson Hole. Like, we don't do sports like that. Okay. And I had no idea what I was doing. I'm just going to this workout, I thought. Okay. So I get up there to, to Ames. I go to this, this gym that he has us at. First off, Larry Stacey's in there, right? And Jake's in there. I've never met him before. I didn't know how, you know, his prowess at all. And I'm like, what are all these cars doing? And they go, oh, it's the Iowa, Iowa State football game. And that loyalty, and it, and it, it hit me then. Holy cow, this sports state is unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then when you talk basketball specifically, yeah. you know, a lot of those families in there, 
they grew up going to those games. You know, those season tickets have been held within, you know, the family name for years. They're hard-nosed, hard-working people. You know, they have a loyalty about them, not just with their sports teams, but, you know, a lot of them are into the ag business. There's just a aurora of, like, support and love in that gym. And you get the students who, you know, grew up going to those games who are, are just rowdy as can be. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that it's a coliseum, I don't know if the they just keep the sound just bouncing off the walls in there or what it's it nuts. is, but it, it it's a testament to to those fans. It's a testament to the state of Iowa and the support that they give their athletics, uh, you know, both in Iowa City and in Ames. But there is just something different about those Cyclone basketball games. They love it. They built it, and it's going to be great tomorrow night. Six o'clock tip off for that one, and don't have to worry. No ESPN Plus like the last time. This is on big ESPN two hundred six on Direct TV. Don't have to worry about getting the streaming device out for that one. We're going to take a timeout when we come back on the other side. I got some picks for you. I got a five pack of picks today in college basketball, and we're grabbing points. Iowa, Penn State, a part of it. I'll tell you next. My picks presented by Circus Sports as we roll through. Taking you to noon, it is Miller and Co. We've been waiting for since September is finally here. In honor of the big game, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet $5, win 280 in free bets. All they have to do, win the game. If you're a returning customer, you can still experience Super Bowl 56 with their same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. Joe Burrow, over 250 yards passing, over two and a half touchdowns. Bengals to win outright. You had that together. You got yourself a big payday. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use the promo code KXNO and get 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet $5, get 280 in free bets if they win. Promo code KXNO at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. Must be 21 or older. Iowa only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-Fearlessly. Do you remember the time that Michael Jordan won the first of his 3 P championships? It's been a while, but the answer is 1993. Do you know when Wolf Roofing started roofing houses? That's right, 1993. Wolf Roofing has been around for a long time. For your next roofing project, put the experience of Wolf Roofing on your side. Find them on the web at wolfroofing.net or give them a call at 515-225-8866 or online wolfroofing.net. Get in on the act with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Back to Miller and Condon on KXNO and Trent's Pick of the Day, presented by Circus Sports Iowa. Rolling through a Monday edition, football, basketball, we have hit it all. Haven't talked much gambling. Lambie gave out two picks on Friday. It wasn't good. 
Oh, and two. I know that's what you want, right? The minuses are what you want. <laughs> no, no, no. The plus is what I want. You want it. You would have wanted to go with the pluses. Yes. Dang it. Oh, and two. No championship for you. No championship for Ken. I have locked it up with the Super Bowl still remaining. Uh, I'm, days. I'm also going to need rent money. No, really? My mortgage is due tomorrow. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Don't you say started that. me down this path. No, I told you. I've shown you how I bet. You do five, ten dollars a game. You don't make it matter to the bottom line. Man, you know that's not how I roll with anything. I, unfortunately, I know that incredibly well. <laughs> bet with your head, not over it. <laughs> Circus Sports sponsors my picks of the day. I got five of them. This means that I will be putting $11 on each of these games, not... Okay mortgage payments on the game okay don't do that please i beg i plead because ultimately you're gonna lose that's the way this goes there's so four people so few people that can actually make money at that and i'm not one of them either but we've had a good run you have six o'clock tonight iowa at penn state nittany lions are getting five and i'm grabbing those five points it just john you know these games nobody in the building dead environment you got a big one with Ohio State on Thursday. We're still talking about college kids or college adults, if you will, with Jordan Bohannon. They're still college dudes. And these are the games that just, there's something that's screaming to me, I was in trouble tonight. You see it that way? Um, see, this is why I don't do this betting thing. Yes and no. You know, my uncle played for Penn State, so I naturally kind of have a little pull there. Mm-hmm. However, I do get what you're saying. It's hard to go on the road. It's hard um, to get up for some of these games. But I do like the the maturity of these Hawkeyes. I do. They're, they're not young kids. They've all been through something. You know, it's not as it's not just blow by the the wayside. I think they're going to get the job done. I'm going to disagree with you. You're going to jump on the Hawks. I got Penn State, Notre Dame at home against Duke. That'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Wyoming tonight with your boys, Nico Medved and company, yes. coming to town. Give me the Cowpokes. Pacific plus 12 and a half. And TCU, they're getting six and a half at Oklahoma. Doesn't make any sense. Murph and Andy coming up next year. Local programming at one. The Fanatics at three. We got high school hoops.